So just as I was telling them last week, we really can't. Oh, we're live. Oh, we don't want to ruin it. We don't. Yeah, we, can't, we don't we want can't to ruin be, it yet. Exactly. All right, but we are live, and we are the keepers of the kayfabe. I'm heel hugs. That is the macho fan Sandy Ravage, and we uh, we keep the kayfabe, whether it's true or fake, always. whether it's real or it's fake. Always keep the kayfabe. That's right. And uh, we're a little more professional this week. We got some little different things down here. We got the little logo up there. It's pretty cool. Looks legit. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling good. It actually kind of matches your vibe with the purple shirt. I'm digging it. It does. I am uh, feeling the vibe here matching. And we are (laughs) vibe checking, it feels like. Vibe checking. That's right. I got my passport ready. I don't know if you have yours, but I have mine. For for those of you who are listening, uh, thank you for listening. And not, uh, well, not thank you for not watching, but thank you for listening. (laughs) But Sandy is wearing his I wake up feeling, was it feeling like? Like Sandy Ravage. Oh, there you go. Way too damn, too damn good. good. In purple, also I saw a green edition. They both look very oh, good. Where can you get green. that? You can get that in my link tree in my bio. It's out Teespring, and you can just search uh, Macho Fan. Teespring forward yeah, slash Macho Fan. And Hugs, you got some merch, and it is official. I do. Bam, we got ProWrestlingTees.com slash Heel Hugs. We got Heel Club merch uh, over there right now. It's just the Heel Club shirt. Otherwise, Teespring dot com slash heel club and heel club shirt uh, but hopefully we'll get some keepers of the kayfabe merch soon and maybe even Ooh. if you're over on tiktok maybe we'll get some ttwf stuff eventually over on pro wrestling tees make it pro wrestling official oh yeah that we just broke cool. a thousand followers on tiktok so t t t w f where it's at tick talk wrestling over on tiktok and that's talk t-a-l-k <laughs> But that's what we do. We do a lot of promo battles and stuff like that over on TikTok. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. But what we're getting to today, while we're keeping the kayfabe, something that I think is synonymous with pro wrestling. Like, it's one of the most engaging parts of pro wrestling, uh, almost as much as promos, theme songs. Yep. So gonna... It is the first introduction of a superstar. So it is probably the most important, you would say, in building a character. For real. And I think it does kind of make or break your first impression. Um, I think we'll get into this more as we talk about all of the themes and the way that we interact with them or enjoy them. But you have the themes that are perfect for the surprise entrance. You have the themes that just kind of build a character and give them a vibe before you even really see them in the ring. Um, and what's kind of crazy is going back and watching really old wrestling. Uh, mm. It's so weird not having that. Yeah. Or when the, the themes were something that was just a, a throwaway. Yeah. Um, like I'm gonna start it off here, like Macho Man's theme. Mm. You kind of think of it; it wasn't a, a popping theme when you heard it. It mm. wasn't like, oh, it's the <laughs> Macho Man. It was the kingly entrance, and it was that old classical style. But it wasn't one of those that you you hear it, the audience chants and cheers. Exactly. Well, it was almost like just kind of a, a way to kill the transition back then. Other than like the free, I think the Freebirds were the first ones, right, to use the theme song. I'm not positive. If we get a fact yeah. check. Somebody who watches this, comment down below. Uh, if you're listening and not watching on YouTube, then just yell it out your window. Um, yeah. But I believe it was the Freebirds who were the first like major group that used a theme song coming to the ring. And I believe it was Freebird, of course, because they were the Freebirds. Um, but like that rock and wrestling genre is really what pushed the theme songs to the next level. And what I want to get yeah. into very first because to me, I feel like it is the iconic uh, first theme song that I ever think of, Hulk Hogan. I am yeah. a real American. 
Hundred uh, percent. Dick Dillinger, I believe, was the original uh, player of the song, but it was one of those songs when you heard it, uh, especially because it was kind of moving from the territories and actually televised. Mm-hmm. It was something everyone could relate to, and it was that first theme where you could hear it, and everyone knew it was who was coming out at that time. And it had a build to it. It wasn't, you know, it it felt like it fit him so well with like the hulking up and everything. And it really mm. stood for what he preached and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's one of those things where that song wouldn't be a banger today, but it was perfect for the time. It was perfect for the character. It perfect babyface promo. It was a perfect mm-hmm. babyface promo, especially during that time where Vietnam War was happening, post happening. And everything was going on where we were trying to build ourselves back up as a country. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of reminds me the same with Dusty Rhodes. He had yeah. the American Dream, which kind of oh, had that same vibe to it. Where it wouldn't be a thing today, but, yeah. you know. Hey, I, I think that could get over today still. Naomi sang that on uh, a <laughs> karaoke thing, and I was jamming. Yeah, how well did that work? Hey. I think out of a lot of the old themes, just that, see, the thing that I like about a lot of themes is they have that, like, hook in the very beginning. And that, America, dream. Like, that's like a pop. And then everybody goes for the tick, 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 you know? It, it has that initial hook that I still think that could get over. It wouldn't be as cool, but it would be cool. It, yeah, it does have that nice entrance, that big pop, where when you hear it kind of like, the obvious, the glass break. There we go. Here's the glass break. Probably the one of those iconic entrances. You can show mm-hmm. a picture of Stone Cold entering, and you can hear it. Yep. If I hear gl- glass break to this day, I'm looking for Austin. If yeah. my wife drops a glass in the kitchen, I'm like middle fingers in the air, like just, <laughs> just ready to go. Don't trust anybody. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the beer? <laughs> Steve Weisers. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of the the iconic wrestlers, like the the main stars you would think of, the Hulk Hogan's, the Steve Austin's, the Rock, his has kind of become a very iconic theme because of his catchphrase being in it. Yes. Same with MJF. One of the reasons mm. his theme song kind of works, it has that jazzy, like funky feel. Yeah. But it, you wouldn't associate with MJF if it wasn't for the I'm better, I'm better than, than you. you. And you know it at the beginning. And same yeah. with uh, uh, Shane McMahon. We just saw him mm. return on Raw. But like, here yeah. comes the money. It's that that one thing where you hear it and you know exactly who's coming out, which is like that pop factor. Which do you believe that is what makes a promo or not a promo, an entry, uh, uh, an entrance theme song? Or would you say it's something that needs to have more of a character build, like maybe Finn Balor's? I think it depends on the character. It depends on the wrestler. Because somebody like Shinsuke, his original theme just fit him so well. Because he's just like this enigma of a character that just kind of flows into your life and you don't understand how to deal with it. And his theme song fit that so well. Demon Finn especially with the, you know, the the, the heavy breath and then the explosions. and You know what I mean? Like... It, it definitely fits him very well. Uh, when you talk about having like the words in the theme song, I immediately think of Mark Henry. Oh, Somebody yeah. gonna get the ass kicked. Somebody gonna get the wig split. Like that is the best. I don't know why that sticks with me, but it absolutely does, and I love it. I I agree. The same I have is the as John Cena's Thugonomics promo. 
one of those ones where when it came out on that WWE CD, it was one of the ones I always listened to just because it was one of the first real times where we saw a wrestler actually sing his own theme song. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like a Jeff Jarrett style or kind of something <laughs> that was kind of hokey. It was like something uh, that kind of took it serious. Enzo, the same thing. Yeah. You're soft, you're sweaty. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's just great. It's just the way that they can go about and make their own themes. It works with their character. Yeah, and I think if it works along with the character that they're doing, then that just enriches your experience even more. Um, And I agree with John Cena 100%. I actually, on my list here of themes, I have both of his themes. He's one of the few people that really had two banger, like, out the park, you would pop no matter which one you hear theme songs. Yeah, 100%. The other person, though, that stands above him, obviously, the game, Triple H. Yeah. The King of Kings and the game theme song were both just – I don't even know which one I would put over another because time to play the game is just, and then King of Kings was just another stepping stone where it's just like, it's like the perfect sequel and pre or prequel and sequel build up. Boom. Perfection. I don't know that I'd put it above Cena though, dude. I think Cena's two themes are some of the best themes in all of pro wrestling. I, I would put them above the game. I'd put them above Triple H's themes. Really, I yeah. And, see, that'd be a tough choice for me, but they're I'm more, a much bigger Triple H fan too. But I, I don't know. Cena's, I would say though, they did have more of a variation from theme to theme. Not yeah. much. I mean, he does rap kind of in both of them, but mm-hmm. like the sounds of it are different. When and he did, I would say it's more impressive and creative because Cena did create most of it. When the game, you know, used the uh, Motorhead. I forget Motorhead. That's the band. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's just like, it worked out well for both of them. But I, I love just the fact that the games seem like both of them, they, ah, same with Cena. You hit, you hear the, uh, Cena's too new. So I guess that maybe give me five years. And I'll probably put Cena above the games. What I love is it kind of snuck up. I was like, I always knew I enjoyed Cena's Thugonomics theme song. But like now that it's so far removed from that, when he comes back to Mania or something and uses that old theme, you're like, oh man, like you get, I call it stank face. Like you immediately yeah. get that, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you I get think. that, you get that feeling. You're like, yeah, that's what I needed today. You know what I mean? And I, I just awesome. love it. I love it. And the, I, when it he came out for the Usos, that yep. was the good one. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that. An, another one I have, uh, that's just one of those ones that, Kind of took me by surprise when I first heard it, but it's just like grew on me in that sense where it builds with the character. And that's Bobby Roode's glorious theme. Bobby it just Roode fits is really good. so well. I do agree with that. And it, for some reason, it reminds me a lot of Keith Lee's. Like they have yeah. a little bit of similar, I, I don't know exactly why, I guess. Um, but that's immediately what I think of when I hear Bobby Roode. But the whole thing is like, it's a part of the entrance. Like, for, for that type of song, like the whole entrance is an experience. The same as kind of like Shinsuke and Balor when we're talking about that's a whole entrance with Austin. Like the glass breaking is really cool, but like it's not like a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where Bobby Roode, it's like a part of a greater experience. Same as like Orton's old theme where he would have yeah. the like sparklers coming down. And I used to like Same that. with Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goldberg sure. starts backstage and you follow him to the ring and then you get like the the fireworks blowing yeah. on him and then he enters 
100. And then he has that whole same with uh, Batista had another great one too. Just he's on my top five list right here. Yep. He's on your top five. Ooh. Yep. Should we get into that now or should we keep going? Because I have a whole we, list we, we can keep going. We've we've definitely named some of my top five. Oh, we definitely yeah. have. We haven't hit any of mine yet. Are you serious? These are some I of the got, most iconic themes. No, but I w- I didn't want to go with the iconic ones because mm-hmm. like I go to my list, which I just dropped here. But I didn't want to go with ones like Kurt Angle, who has just a great – like, we're going like yeah. with Shinsuke. What makes, in my opinion, a great theme, and it has to have that pop in the beginning. It has to have the character build, and it has to have the crowd interaction. Some of these have one or two of the others, but not many have all three. Like Kurt mm-hmm. Angle's, it has that good pop. It has that crowd interaction. It does work with his character, but it's – it's not anything that was the too outstanding to me. Like when you hear it, like you get you don't get goosebumps except for the fact that you know, like we haven't seen Kurt Angle in a long time. But when Kurt Angle was in the WWE, it wasn't one of those ones that could make you feel like, oh my god, oh my god, like there's something really about to happen. Uh, and then there's other ones, Shawn Michaels. I didn't have Shawn Michaels on my top five either, but it has that showmanship. It connects with yeah. the audience. It's just that character connection is, I feel like, you know, well, I take that back. Shawn Michaels has one of the best. I just didn't want to be cliche and put him in my top five. Well, honestly, if we're going to talk like crowd interaction and the themes, I would have to go with Seth Rollins' burn it down theme. Because the the, when you hear the entire audience scream, like you you lose that now with this new character and his new theme. But when you hear an entire like sold out arena scream, burn it down like you're just ready you know what i mean like it doesn't matter if he puts on the worst match of the night which is rare but like it just immediately sets you up it sets you up for the whole thing you're amped you're ready to go same with Sami Zayn's old theme. Yeah. Or I, I don't know if it's his old theme anymore because we haven't seen him in such a long time now. Mm-hmm. But the, oh, yeah. he, the whole crowd sings along with it. It gives that. you that vibe of like, oh, like that's what gives you like the goosebumps. Like mm-hmm. they might not even be the main event. They're a mid-card jobber at this point, but he still got the entire crowd in the palm of his hands for that 30 to 40 seconds of him coming out. Right now... I would probably say the hottest for wrestling fans, maybe not casuals, maybe not the Monday Night Raw watchers, but the most iconic theme going right now, I would think would have to be Undisputed Era. Because that that Adam Cole, boom, like everybody, everybody is just ready for it. And I, I love that when you're talking about, you know, crowd participation, I love it. That's where I'm yeah, at 100%. I didn't have them on there just for that cliche reason too. And mm-hmm. uh, mainly because for the Ad- the Undisputed Era, what kind of makes that one so iconic is Adam Cole. You take yeah. Adam Cole out of that situation, it's a nothing. And so like you, when Adam Cole, if he goes and gets another theme, he could do the same thing. Or he doesn't need yeah. to just, The boom could go away, but he could throw his hands up. Everyone's going to scream, baby. And mm-hmm. so that one kind of has like a two-parter. Uh Kind of like the same thing with uh, who do I have on here? Like the New Day. Like yeah. New Day has an iconic theme. You take Big E out of there, is it gonna work? Yeah, we'll see. Because his entrance is that considered part of the theme? Because oh, it's like a, his whole like intro beforehand. 
I feel like if you do that at house show, it's going to be, it's your intro everywhere. And they do that at house mm. shows. They do that at that. normal events. Like that is part of their theme song. I used to think they pre-taped it too, but they don't like, cause sometimes like he doesn't have to say the city or anything, but like they yeah. show it a lot of times backstage. I'm on the mic. Just like, I think dude, they that's do it on dedication. Nope. Yeah. And they, yeah, it, they have to be the most over tag team. And so, or they don't have to be, but they are because the yeah. merch sales, that's the best way to always interact with the crowd. That's one of the reasons why they're one of the best sellers. 100%. Um, speaking of best sellers and great theme songs, NWO. Oh, yeah. That one, especially the fact that it's just, you know, the timing that it was around. Mm. That was like fight the system against the man. Yeah. Like it was that first one where you wanted to do like Austin, just forget the man, flip off. And that was like right yeah. around the same time. Exactly. Well, and it's just, it's one of those that's so iconic everybody knew that theme everybody loved that theme and uh it just became synonymous like austin with a period of time in wrestling that just rem it reminds you it's like nostalgia just that song can bring you back to that time of like man i loved wrestling back then the one right next to that one they got to put it with like a semicolon put a little slash maybe with the x dx <laughs> I love that. You got, yeah. you got to put it with the "Are you ready?" Like that was the NW, like the post NWO crowd was able to easily oh, yeah. flow in to the DX crowd, and sure. that one, like like you were just said it perfectly with NWO. The same can be said for DX. It puts you in that time frame of this is the attitude. What uh, what did you think of their second theme, the run the run DMX or run uh, DMC version? Eh, I mean, I, I feel like it was for star power. Like at that point, they were more of a click group anyways, a legends yeah. group. So they yeah. it, just some to kind of sell tickets. I obviously I'm more usually more of a fan of the original themes. Um, yeah. When they have to revamp them like that, I understand it's just to use because you need to make money. And what's the easiest way to make money than just to redo the theme song, redo, you know, get more exactly. eyes on it. And so I, I didn't hate it, but it's definitely not as my not more favorite than the original. The one thing I will say, because it reminds me when we talk about groups like DX, when we talk about groups like the NWO, they had like variant themes. So in NWO, they had like different sound clips that they would put in of like Bischoff mm -hmm. or Hogan or something. Hogan had his own theme. But you know what I mean? Like they had these little variant sound clips, even in the Wolfpack, they had like different sound clips of the different wrestlers and stuff. But when I think of DX, one of my favorite, and anybody who listens to podcasts, I'm a huge fan of Shaw Waltman, I love the X-Pac version. I'd be like, X-Pac! <laughs> in the very yeah. beginning of the DX theme. Like X Pop, and they'd be like, boom, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know yeah. why I pop for that every time, but I just love that little like yell. They're like, X Pop. I remember they, that was one of the ones they put on the CD too. And so, like, when mm -hmm. you don't even see them come out, when you're just listening to it, the themes over and over, it's one of those things that you pick up on too. It's like yeah. those little nuances that they add to it. Uh, it going off something like those little nuances, uh, especially going into words of songs. I didn't really like Cody Rhodes or Cody mm -hmm. as he's in AEW has a great theme. It has that sound that sounds good. It pops. It's kind of slow, but it's not like slow or boring. And yeah. I actually read the words for it. It's good. It means a lot. I didn't know the song was actually written for him. Yeah. And so like it's just amazing. Like my father singing during hard time. Like it was just like man. Like it's it made me pop a lot more for his theme. Every time I hear it now. 
that I know like there's so much more in depth to it that builds his character. I actually want to look something up real quick um, because someone said something recently and I didn't know if this is true or not, but I believe somebody told me that the Mrs. theme song right now is also by downstate. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Matt Cardona's new song is also by downstate, which is the band that does Cody Rhodes yeah. theme song. Um, and I'm not sure if this is true or not. So I'm trying to find it out, but Mrs. I don't see anywhere where it says it. I came to play, right? Yeah. But people said that that was done, that that was made by downstate. Oh, I did not know that. I, I didn't either. I'm not sure. But actually, someone commented it on one of my posts today. Um, actually, Downstate, I came to play. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is I came to play. There's a Pisces. Yeah. Song. That's what I'm that's saying. Just, I, I didn't even have Miz on my thing. And I was like, that, that's a good pick. It is an iconic one. Play. It is one of my workout songs. <laughs> it's like it's That's funny because like it's one of those pump up songs, and when I yeah. hear it, I don't really associate it to Miz mm-hmm. without the awesome. Yeah. It's just one of those songs that you can listen to, it and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, this is Miz's theme song. I have a couple more that I think are going to be off the 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 page of what we're talking about. But real quick before I get to that, I want to talk about supernatural characters because i talked about certain people their themes tell you about who they are before you see them vader big man vader where it was like it's time it's time it's vader time, time, time. like you you immediately and then at dropping you're like oh shit you know what i mean you're like oh something's about to happen <laughs> um, yeah Kane. same with undertaker Kane. Undertaker. Yep, you have these like intros. When that bell tolls, you know it's going down. Bell tolls, lights go out, and then you hear it again. Then the little nuances of the sound come in. Like, you know, like, uh oh, it's about to go. Or canes, too. Like, organ and everything. Yeah, it's like, oh, I loved when they change it from like the old school, um, what do you, the organ music to, slow chemical where it was like the rock version of his theme i didn't like it at first going back now and re-watching those episodes or those matches i'm like okay it wasn't that bad but i just i disagree in the fact that i love the organ it sounded much more creepy and much more intense but i also the slow chemical that was right when they removed his mask right yeah it was like uh, an evolving was, of his character yeah and so that was the one where i, I kind of got it but i did not like that storyline just because i loved kane with his mask and when he took his mask off i was a little kid like I, we've talked about this before that was one of the matches that got me into wrestling yeah. so when you see kane without a mask for the first time you're like he's just a normal uh, guy like I was he, kind of he's not burned up he can yeah. talk <laughs> you remember when he did the whole like i am kane like yeah um okay so on that same note then I have the pen, so you know I'm getting serious. On that same note, then, how did you feel about the Undertaker's like keep rolling? See <clears throat> that one, I enjoyed more because they didn't keep him in that supernatural category. Like he came out in different attire. He wasn't mm-hmm. being that brooding, dark makeup, bags on the eyes anymore. No, he was the American badass. He drove like a he drove a Harley to the ring now. He mm. was rolling, rolling, rolling. To the <laughs> ring. And so did his lap around and then he became a biker character. It, so it fit the character more. Kane stayed the same, yeah. just, you know, it, 
there is times where it works and it doesn't work. Bray Wyatt's works. He took yes. his theme, literally did not change much on it, made it dark, demented, brought in a very dark and demented character. And man, the Fiend's theme is probably better than the Wyatt family's theme. And the Wyatt family's theme was iconic. Yeah, I'm like, the Wyatt family theme is like one of the coolest themes in pro wrestling, honestly. When the fireflies come out, man. Dude, when I heard that song for the first time, I think they had like, it wasn't even the team that they had in WWE. Were they in FCW? I don't even think it was NXT when they were around because I, I remember watching so, yeah. them in developmental. And I, I think there was this dude, Eli Cottonwood was with them. It was one of the big dudes from way back. <laughs> and I remember them coming around and I grabbed my nephew at the time and I'm like, this is the team. I remember hearing the theme song being like, this is the team. This is the, this is the next hottest thing. I remember saying like world champion for sure. Like this is where it's at. And it was all this, the vibe, the theme he had that, like, uh, what's the name of the dude? Um, Waylon Mercy. He had that Waylon Mercy vibe, like old school wrestler. And I was like, this is going to be something. That is one of those themes that just immediately sold me in. Like uh, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross had one of those themes that just immediately was like, okay. Like, like, Karrion Cross's entrance is, ooh, it's Mm -hmm. one of those ones that, man, gives you, it gives you those goosebumps when he enters. And yeah, it's, uh, I had, one on the tip of my tongue. Let me see if I think I wrote it down here. Um, I have one that of, we haven't okay. mentioned yet that is like, I'm surprised neither of us have mentioned it. Mention it. Are we Are we getting into like, because this is definitely one of my top five. Okay, no, I don't want to get into those ones yet. Okay. Hey, Lee, well, we'll save that one as a teaser. I do have one that 100% I feel like probably isn't in your top five, but is absolutely one of the most iconic themes of all time. Okay, what is it? Ultimate Warrior. Oh, Ultimate Warrior. That one's definitely not on there, but man, that is one Ultimate that Warrior. when you hear it, you start to want to run around. Exactly. Like, it's it's just, 100%. Like where you're just jumping and rolling and flying around. And that's exactly what he did. And that one, man, that one fit his character so well. Like Ultimate Warrior, it, it was the ultimate song. Um, another one that we haven't really mentioned that is iconic and it's probably going to be on your list is edges. You think, you know, me, that's what my one that I said, I'm surprised neither of us has mentioned before, but it's on my top five. It's not not on my top five. It is kind of obscure on mine. It is honestly like just the, you talk about a perfect mixture. Like the crowd goes crazy. It's got the pyro. It's got like the emotion from him. Like it just, it all comes together. It's such a like, that's another thing is like some theme songs are just such like a driving, like rock song or something, you know, like with Mark Henry, it's got that cadence where you're just like, oh, but with Edge, it's just like balls to the wall. Like it's going down right now, you know? I love it. And it's got the. It's got that hook too with the, you think you know me, you know, like. <sighs> All right, before we get into our top fives, yeah. I want to go over wrestling themes that outplayed the wrestler. Like for me, I'll start it off. Sanity's theme. Sanity's theme was so good. that got you so interested in their characters, who they are. Like when you hear them come out, you're like, what is going on? But I just feel like their build, especially their WWE build, not NXT build, just could not reach the hype of their theme. I'm trying to think if I, I mean, theoretically, if you want to say that Shinsuke, sadly, 
because his his intro, his hype was way higher than he ever got pushed. Like just being completely honest, when yeah. when you see what he accomplished in NXT and his like crazy violin entrances at takeovers and stuff and what he actually accomplished there versus WWE, his theme got way more <laughs> like accreditation than he did in the main roster. Yeah, I that that is a good one too. It's like Shinsuke, but I feel like Shinsuke is older now too. And so yeah. people go back and listen to his old or watch his old matches and like you kind of understand that he kind of does look like he's aged a bit. Yeah. Hey, WWE booking will age anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they can't book long term, but they'll book you long term. Hey, but also look at, uh, you know, you love Bobby Roode and Bobby Roode's the same. His theme song same was o- more over than he was. Exactly. Uh, uh, I There's a who they they kept some people around probably just because their theme songs pop so well. Uh, I don't even think Rusev Day had a theme song necessarily, yeah. but. I mean, it could have been just Rusev Day chance. That was another one that used to pop me in the beginning where you'd be like, Rusev, whatever, Rusev, Machka. And every time I'd be like, yeah, I just love yeah. that. Like, I didn't even know what the hell he was saying when I was like, that's dope. <laughs> uh, is the, the only time I can think of is the Kurt Angle theme, but is there any other themes that where wrestlers have made the audience adapt to? I know they try to do it to Baron Corbin's theme, um, but the audience never really took to it. Um, but the you suck chance, like that was just created. Um, we know if that I ever mean, happened. There is one thing that was like huge that was a fan interaction thing, and what it was one? the fandangoing. Really? If you remember the fandangoing, where the that was just a fan thing, they just started doing that, and it was fandangoing, and it got way over like way more over than he ever did and it was like so big and i remember them like in the dirt sheets saying they were like upset that it got over so well because like it was one of those things where they didn't intend to push him like that it's uh it's kind of like the ty dillinger 10 thing and stuff like that yes where they tried to burn that down and they could not people were that's the perfect one too because breezango and or fandango and breezango when they do their theme together uh it has that iconicness but then again when you have the donna that definitely yep. outplayed that tag team because people just wanted to hear that theme and this yeah that's like a perfect example like because i completely forgot about it but when you hear it mm-hmm. it does make you pop exactly the what was the the theme song you hated to hear the most the theme song i hated to hear the most uh when I was a younger kid, I'm not going to lie, it was Edges. Just because, like, I hated wow. Edge as a character. Oh, okay. And so it was just one of those things, like, when you heard when I heard Edge's theme, I was just like, ugh, he's coming out again. Uh, right now, it is Baron Corbin's for me right now. I just, like, I don't like his new th- – I like the old one he had when he had the hair. But oh, ever since yeah, he switched yeah, yeah. and became – when they added that king, half and half king in it, yeah. and half and half back to the other one. There's like, ugh, come on, man. Like, it's just, it doesn't work for me. It's too splotchy. It's two different themes that don't really interact with each other. And then, plus, when I hear it, I know he's coming out. I'm, without it. <laughs> I'm a Corbin fan. I am a Corbin fan, but I'm, you know, I love all the heels. 
So for me, it was always, uh, it was like the Swiss air raid siren, the police siren over from Cesaro. That old thing where it was always like, I hated that so much. I hated that. It was just that part of the theme. Once that was over, I was fine with it, but I hated whenever he came out. And I was such a huge fan of him and Tyson Kidd, but I hated that stupid siren sound at the beginning of his theme. And it would like, it would make me mad. Like, I don't know right why, but it make me mad. Right yes. to Censor had the same thing. And I was yes. like, Ugh, get them off. Like, get them away. Cannot mm. stand that. 100%. Um, so I do have a couple here that I want to bring up that are kind of like out of left field, but are ones that I feel were kind of iconic that I enjoyed, but weren't necessarily my favorites. Excuse me. Um, they're a little older, too. Okay. So Gold Dust. Oh, I had that one on not my top five, but my list to talk about is. I feel like his was definitely iconic. Yep. Um, his was also one of the ones that was an entrance. Yes. Where it was like, like the it, whole. It was his whole matches were just shows. Like you yeah. needed to watch it. In the old school days, where they did the like original twenty four karat gold productions or whatever, and they had it would switch frame rate. From like regular TV frame rate to like film or whatever, so it was actually like twenty nine point nine. So you see yeah, it like yeah. differently. Miz does that one too when they go yep. to slow mo for his. Mm-hmm. Well, that was really cool you... with with Miz and Morrison back in the day too, with the whole like slow when motion they... pose and yeah, 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 yeah. That was legit. Um, what do you think of the ones where they actually put it on their camera? Like Sammy Guevara does it. Uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, Tyler Breeze did cool. that back in Tyler the day. Tyler Breeze didn't he? did that for a while too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Even to a certain extent, that's kind of like the Matt Hardy version one thing. Like, because his was like the web, you know. But I also, speaking of, I didn't even have on the list, but now I'm thinking that I can slap a tornado. Dude, I used to be into that one. I didn't think of that until just now, but I was all about that. Um, And that brings me to another one because it's a quick jump from Matt Hardy to Gregory Helms. Stand back. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. His theme sucked. Like, but that was it because the rest of it was like, <laughs> like it was the most generic theme. Could you imagine if they gave him stand back as a hurricane coming through and then start with Daniel Bryan's theme after that? Oh, like, that really would have been one too. Because he has that superhero theme that just works so well. But yeah. then again, I cannot hear that sound without going, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I kind of think he's almost the reverse of like Shinsuke and uh, Sanity and stuff. It's like he should, like, if I heard that theme, I'd be like, nobody's getting over with that theme song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would hear that, be like, mm, that's not a superstar. Yeah. That, that, see, that's where I would go with Macho Man's. Like, that yeah, would be exactly. the equivalent for that one. Like, you listen to Macho, that sound come out, you're like, this guy's nothing. You know, like, what are we getting? The Queen? Yeah. And then you see it's the Macho Man, and you're like, oh, okay, I can go with this a little bit. What about Jake Roberts? Jake the Snake Roberts? His is yeah. really. His is more like aged for me, and so it's just like, eh, like it, it would, it would, it worked in the day, but I don't think that would get get over nowadays. See, I liked his because it was like the like tone to it. it. It had like it's one of those themes that just has like kind of like a vibe. Like you're like, oh, this is kind of like it's kind of dangerous a little bit. Like maybe this is like a little mysterious. I don't know. It just it it was different than a lot of the other stuff they had going. Um, but reminding me of old school themes, 
that had an iconic intro, Roddy Piper. Ooh, yeah, the Roddy Piper one was that was another really good one. That when they when you heard it, it was like mm-hmm. boom, you knew Roddy was coming out, and he was so over. He was kind of the ones where he made that song more popular than what it was. Yeah, at least in the states. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at least in the states, it was much more popular. Um, but it was one of those Same things where it's mankind. like that iconic hook, mankind. Well, which version? Because the Mick Foley car crash. The is also crash. amazing. Okay. I was thinking like if you think of like the old like the original piano with like Dude. that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm doing car crash. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um now my last one of my old school, which to me makes me feel old calling this old school because it's like attitude era. Disco Inferno. I don't know if you know who that is if you watched WCW around mm-hmm. that time. But he was like kind of a jobber in WCW. He was like a, he's a television champion. He has a okay. podcast his now. Name his name is super familiar. Uh, Glenn Gilberti is his name now. He has a podcast. But anyway, his theme song was Disco Fever, Disco okay. Fever, Disco Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sing, so for everybody listening, I apologize. But he would do like a whole like disco dance and everything while he was doing it. And it's just one of those things that is for you know 20 plus years that'll just randomly get into my brain and not escape me for like days. And I'll just be walking around the house making a pop tart like disco <laughs> That is awesome. Uh one of my left field ones I'm gonna throw out there too that kind of is the same thing for me. Is the uh two cool banging it? Oh yeah, I just sometimes would be just like banging it, and just like just do the same thing. So when you said that, I was like, oh, I, that's the one I go to. Turn it up, turn it up, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And that's usually what pops into my neck because someone's like, like, hey, turn it up, like turn yeah. it up, banging it. That immediately makes me think of like the Rikishi dance and everything, though. Yeah, like, I got the hat for it too. Speaking of Rikishi, actually, um, not Rikishi, but his sons, when they used to come and do like the whole like intro before their old school theme. When they had their face paint and everything on. Yeah. That was always super cool to me. Um, And I dig their new theme, but like I like themes that have like stuff that goes with it. It's like interesting and different. Do you think Pyro's needed? Sometimes it actually kind of hurts an intro. Like if if you have pyro in an underwhelming theme song, then it's like not as cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like sometimes Gagarno it makes can't it. have pyro. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I also think it depends on the star. Like Orton, I liked his style of pyro because he would put the arms out and it was like a slow, like flowing, like the Psycho Sid style. You know, um, pyro. Whereas, like, if he had, uh, I don't know, if he had, like, Pyro that just went off, like, energetically, I'm like, mm, that doesn't fit, you know? Um, that's why yeah. I like Edge. That's why I love Goldberg. Like, that just fit. He's like a dragon coming out of there, dude. Like, it's sick. Batista. We were mm-hmm. talking about it. Like, Batista has the iconic one. Dudley Boys, the one. Pew, yeah. Pew, pew. pew. I used to love that. But Dudley Boys are one of those teams that are like, seriously, would never need Pyro. Like, WWE made them a Pyro team. But like, ECW, they were just like on their merit. Like, they don't even need theme music. Like, just yeah, like they were lucky if they had a stage. 
But I will say, honestly, now that we talk about this, the Dudley Boys, their pyro was a way part, way better part of their entrance than their theme music. Their theme music was kind of forgettable. Yeah, well, that's what gave them their pop was the pyro. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then when the theme music kind of came in, you kind of they were already making their entrance. You kind of forgot yeah. it was playing. It was Which like I feel like makes a good entrance. For. Yeah, I do agree. Like it was, it wasn't bad, but like the theme song to me just wasn't like I used to love. I'd pop for the pyro, one hundred percent. I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, be into that. Uh, Not and we talked about like the showmanship of it, um, like Alistair Black's too. Now that we're thinking yeah. about it, like that one, it doesn't like you don't need any like pyro. You don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Just the smoke comes in, and then you see him rising up. Like it has that whole entrance factor to it. You know what I used to love? And it reminds me, we were talking to Baron Corbin, like his NXT entrance. I used to love like the spotlights. Like those were mm -hmm. super cool. And they used to do this thing with Naya back in the day where they just show her eyes. I don't know if you remember. Yes. That. that was so sick, dude. And I hated when they move away from that stuff. I love Baron Corbin with the little circle spotlights where he'd like move in. And I get it like over time that kind of gets, you know old but i popped for that stuff back in the day i was like oh this is different i really like this this would be a controversial one i really enjoyed when gender was champion and they gave him their carpet yeah. the, that magic carpet to come out like it mm -hmm. his theme was it had that ethnic vibe because that's what they're yeah. playing off of yeah. but it worked and when they gave him that titan tron that would light up like the mm -hmm. taj mahal or whatever palace they it. wanted to be it worked so well and it was one of those themes that kind of outplayed the character because when you see him come to the ring you expect a world champion and you see him with a belt you expect a world champion i i like gender <laughs> i know that's uh, such an unpopular opinion but i like gender i don't think his title reign was the worst like Kali's was definitely worse but he had better opponents because yeah. people like people crap on gender but i'm like Kali was a way worse champion. He just had better partners to dance with. Um, but the only reason I say that is because they were both horrible champions, or at least looked at as horrible champions. But I also love Kali's theme song. No, Kali. I thought Kali had a great theme. All right, but we're we're winding down here, so let's go ahead and jump into some of our our last like big ones we've been holding on to. What 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 is your top five? My top five, are we going to go like five, five, and then four, four? Or we go we, you, you can just hit your top five because a lot of mine I've already said. There's actually one remaining on my list that I have not mentioned yet. Well, I am surprised. We haven't hit any of my top five. Oh, wow. Well, I'm ready. And so, yeah. So, uh, on number five, I got Chris Jericho's AEW theme, Judas. Judas. Because great. you have to have that one just because the way the crowd interacts with it what he uses it for the fact that he's the singer of the band for it and he was able to take this brand new theme and get it over so quickly yeah i had to give him that iconic motion on it because it's just it's just one of those themes where i'm just like i sing along at home and scream at the top of my lungs with it, it is uh, and then i put this in the same category stone cold steve austin i believe this is the new day not the new day the new age Stone Cold Steve Austin theme, and that's Moxley's new theme. I just love the way it like starts, and you just can tell he comes from the crowd, kind of has that Shield vibe or Sandman vibe too. And it kind of has everything about it, and he gets to keep that character that he's been building so much with it. And I just, I, I just love the fact that when I hear it, I know it. 
It's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't second guess it. And same with the Jericho one. It happened so quickly. Like, it's so mm. quick that it came out. I knew it before AEW even happened because he released that promo yeah. of it. And it was just automatically one of those bangers. You have something you want to add in on I was just thinking, like, I actually like the Dean Ambrose theme more than the John Moxley theme. I, I did not I like the Dean WWE Ambrose theme. one. But I do, I love when and then yeah. it just, like, breaks into it right now. Like, it's one of those ones where, like, I did it on my WWE or AEW theme rankings where, like, mm-hmm. you jump. It's one of those things, like, uh, I forget what we were talking about earlier, but it makes you want to jump around. Like, yeah. Ultimate Warrior kind of five. Uh, and then this, going back to my ECW days, one of the reasons I love, love this theme so much is it never ends. Oh my God, no, who are you going to say? Never New ends. Jack. Yeah. I, whenever you heard it, it, the whole place goes up and it becomes a house party. <laughs> and New Jack brings the house down with the party. Music plays through the entire match. The yep. match plays through the entire arena. He might drop on his head. He might drop you on your head. You never know what's going to happen. But New Jack, whenever you heard it, you know danger was coming. And it sent shiver down everyone's spine. And that honestly, was just, uh Honestly, I didn't think too much about ECW themes. But damn, dude, like Walk by Pantera for RVD, Enter Sandman for the Sandman. They actually, yep. even the ECW hardcore TV theme was awesome. I yeah, used to I love that theme. They used that for RVD when he first came in too for a while, and then like it's just one of those iconic sounds for like you when you heard the ECW, like, no. like it's just one of those things where like, I yeah I still watch those and I get hyped up watching them. When, you, when right, I think then, RVD though, I also think one of a kind. Yeah, I, I had him on my WWE list too that we didn't get to, but RVD had because especially his entrance too, jumping yeah. up with the splits, kind of like the Rey Mysterio. Neither of those are on my top five, but my number two <laughs> is Break the Walls Down. So Jericho's on here twice, but Break the Walls Down was one of those themes that even as a kid, when I first heard it, even though he was a heel, you love to hear that theme song. You saw the numbers count down. You see his the silhouette, and then boom, break. He's like, it's like the edge where it's like, you think you know me. Like, break the wall. Like, people just yeah. pop for it. And even to this day, like if they if they play that theme in WWE, it would break the sound decibel system. Like it would go <laughs> insane. Uh, and then my number one is Bailey's baby face. Theme. Oh yeah, I know you're a mark I, for that theme. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's one of those ones that I don't want to say outplayed the character, but it played up her baby face character so well. Yeah. Like when she and it 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 brought oh, tears to my eyes sometimes. Like I'd be listening <laughs> to it. And they were like, there ain't no stopping us now. Where you going to dance as well? Um, it's, it, when the Bailey Bubbies pop up, I'm just like, oh, I just, I wanted to root for her so badly, no matter, it didn't matter who came out. And then you see this spunky little girl with a half ponytail, and you're like, I want her to win no matter what. It set it up for a perfect baby face. And I'm sad to see it go, but it definitely got old for a lot of people when I see it. But everyone was hating on her theme for the longest time. Okay. Up until they canceled it, I was still getting tears teary eyed watching it. She just had for, it just gave me that. For me, it was the total package. It was a mixture because all the fans got super into it. The Bailey buddies, the hugging in the audience. Like I have a a uh, a huggers t shirt. What is it like? I forget what the what it says, but like the original hugger yeah. or something. Um, but I, I completely bought into that, and I love how bubbly and upbeat 
that was. Like, you could be the saddest ever in the world, and her theme would kick out, and you'd be like, all right, today's going to be a good day. Like, that's the way yeah. I feel. Um, but like just going over these that we've talked about that you've said, I didn't put Jericho in mind just because I feel like, especially in our friend group, I think Judas is like completely like everybody's cliche. Like we all love Judas, but I think it was a little short-sighted to me because I'm thinking of us, like in our group, what we're all into. Um, but that's kind of why I shied away from Jericho, but just talking about Bailey, Sasha has a great theme. Sasha has an yeah. amazing theme. Um, for then, her as well. Exactly. And if you think of that, you also got to say when you're looking at women's themes uh, that Becky has one of the best themes in the business. Yeah. Um, now, as far as my list, there was one that I didn't think of till just now because we were talking about Moxley and I don't know how it was on my list because it's so good. Shield, Hotel, India, <laughs> Echo, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, like, the, yeah, the Shield. Delta. Delta. Shield. Um, the Shield's theme song was so, and now Roman, was so iconic. You know what I mean? And it's funny because we talked about Mox slash Ambrose and we also talked about Rollins, but we didn't talk about <laughs> Roman or the, the Shield theme. But it is like one of those iconic things. It's like also like, I don't know, just the beginning has that hook. Um, and it, it's like huge. But the one that we didn't mention that pops me every time, Chicago born CM Punk dude. See, I was gonna see. save that one for you. It was so good. I love it. I just posted a video of it on TikTok the other day from WrestleMania 29. Punk went against Undertaker. They had such a great entrance because Living Color did his uh, song live for WrestleMania, and then he came out. He had the urn, and like he did this cool thing, like he's reading Paul's watch instead of his own for yelling its clobbering. Like it was just the whole entrance was just so good, and it made me realize why I appreciated the theme song so much. And it's just so cool. It's like it's not your typical theme song. It has almost like this jazzy rock, like alternative vibe to it, and it's like almost like an '80s, early '90s vibe, you know. What I like most about his version of Cult of Personality is it's not the one that Living Color normally plays. Yeah. Like it has its own funky beat to it. So he took a, a real song and kind of made it adapt with him. Mm -hmm. And it, you're right. It's kind of like with the MJF feel. It's like it's that funkiness that you don't expect it to be with this person, yeah. but it works. Okay. And so that's the, I was saving CM Punk for you because I knew I knew you wanted to mention that one. I'm it's surprised not, you didn't mention the other half of CM Punk. Oh, AJ? AJ, AJ AJ's theme actually is one of my favorites. I didn't think of it. I honestly didn't think about it. When you're looking at wrestling theme songs, it's like I'm, you know, I'm about to turn 34 years old on Wednesday. So actually the this post is my birthday. But so I've been a wrestling fan since I was like 11, I think. To cram that much, because I'm like just sitting here thinking about all the stuff. Like you're talking about Aleister Black, and I'm remembering the Kiss Demon Dale Torborg from WCW, like way back in the day, had a similar type of entrance, you know, like that type of thing. And um, you know, we're we're talking about like Sting's classic entrances from way back Sting, in the day. That's what I'm saying. Like all these things are coming to me. One that I didn't mention and I didn't write it down, but all day I've been thinking about it. And I can't believe I haven't mentioned it till now, but one of my most iconic, my 
favorite theme songs, Self High Five was the freaking DDP, dude, because that yeah. was my jam as a kid. I was so into that. And I actually had the great fortune of meeting DDP and talking to him for a while one time. And like it was a childhood dream. And the fact that I haven't mentioned his theme song till now actually makes me very sad. Because <laughs> that was what I thought about all day when we talked about this. This is why you wait till the end, fans. Yep. You have to wait all the way to the end because you don't know what gems we're going to drop at the very end of the podcast. That's right. DDP, if you ever watch this, but you won't. I'm very sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, we built the tension. He was the main event. For sure. He was always a main event. Um, and I imagine there's a whole ton of theme songs that we left off this list because there's a million of them. We also haven't touched a lot of other companies that are out there, too. Um, we we just barely scratch the surface of AEW, even, to be completely honest. Know. Um, you know, you got, like, the Lucha Bros. You got FTR. You got – I hate – How many best friends comments do you think we're going to get down yeah, below? exactly. Um, there, there are a ton out there that I know people are going to make comments about. But that's the great thing about the comment section. You get to type whatever you want. You could literally say, I like Applebee's 2 for 20. We can't stop you. But I do agree. I do like Applebee's 2 for 20. There you go. Not a sponsor, but we're open. We are awake. <laughs> We're open to all sponsors. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Macho Fan Sandy Ravage for being the best co-host I could ever ask for. Make sure you're following him on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Dancer, on Prancer, the rest of that stuff too. Um, and get it. on TikTok, or TikTok, T-A-L-K, wrestling on TikTok, that is the promo league that he has created uh, and runs that I kind of do uh, some promo sometimes in, but not really. <laughs> but it is the hottest. Don't hold ever. yourself down. You are one half of the tag team champions. Hey. And you are the other half of this podcast. So if you are following the Macho Fan, you have to be following. Heel hugs as well. He does have merch. So hugs, put on that pro wrestling seat. We got to get you some hugs. Shirts sold. That's right. Person right there, guys. Slushy hugs. Well, he is, but close enough. Soon to both. Soon <laughs> to also, make sure you guys are using uh, the KOTK hashtag on social media. Make sure to tag myself, tag the Macho Fan himself. Uh, we're trying to get this built up. We're hoping, uh, you know, we hear a lot from you guys. You're enjoying the podcast. So we are hoping that you're using it on social media. Get the word out there. Get some other people to listen as well or watch on the YouTube channel. We recently broke 100 subscribers on the YouTube channel, 100 followers on the TikTok. It. Spread the word. This is for y'all. And, uh, you know, we do this for fun, but we also want to hear what you guys think. You're a part of this podcast just as much as we are. You're the silent third and however many other partner. So with your comments, we can just get better as we go. And hopefully you'll keep listening. But uh, this has been us. And we've done things. And whether it's real or it's fake, we, we always keep the kayfabe. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Bye. Peace out.